Welcome to the Creative Thinking Podcast with Kim Thomas, a resource of the Village Chapel in Nashville, Tennessee. In each episode, we seek to inspire, inform, and encourage creative thinking from a biblical perspective. Through this Advent season, Kim will share readings, prayers, poems, and ponderances, reminding us of the depth and beauty of Christ's incarnation. Find a link in the show notes to download the accompanying PDF devotional. Now, here's Kim. 11th century French abbot Bernard of Clairvaux was well known for his writing and speaking. In fact, so well known that popes and monarchs sought him out to get his opinion on things for them. Tuesdays on Creative Thinking, we'll hear from an early writer in the church for our classic devotional. I personally love to read these old writings because they have different word choices and their pacing is different. And oftentimes they wrote in a different language and that gives us yet even a different feel when it's translated. Bernard often wrote in either French or Latin and I'm not sure which he wrote in for this classic devotional, but whatever it is, it's a really meaningful one and I know you'll enjoy it. He was well-known not only for his um, regular writings, but also some people even attribute um, some well-known hymns to his poetry. O Sacred Head Now Wounded, Often Sung, uh, A Good Friday, and Jesus, The Very Thought of Thee, a beautiful, beautiful hymn. Some people attribute the hymns themselves uh, to go back to Bernard of Clairvaux's poetry. So a very influential writer in general, but probably his most well-known writing is his book called On Loving God. The book bears witness that while he helped establish 400 Cistercian monasteries in Europe, he's remembered for his deep passion to urge others to know of the love of God and then to love God more deeply. In his devotional writing, Bernard reminds us that um, while we typically celebrate and remember the first coming of Christ during Advent and then the second coming of Christ in Advent as we anticipate that arrival, when he will set all things right, there is yet a third coming, his daily coming when we live in union with Christ. It's this glorious ongoing celebration of Emmanuel, God with us, that Bernard writes of in this devotional today. So I'm going to read that for us, and you can follow along either in your Advent booklet or just listen as I read. Here we go. Three Comings of the Lord by Bernard of Clairvaux. We know that there are three comings of the Lord. The third lies between the other two. It is invisible, while the other two are visible. In the first coming, he he was seen on earth, dwelling among men. He himself testifies that they saw him and they hated him. In the final coming, all flesh will see the salvation of our God, and they will look on him whom they pierced. The intermediate coming is a hidden one. In it, only the elect see the Lord within themselves, and they are saved. 
Now, this is going to be where Bernard explains these three comings most clearly, and then he'll go on to make his case. In his first coming, our Lord came in our flesh and in our weakness. In the middle coming, he comes in spirit and in power. And then in the final coming, he will be seen in glory and majesty. In case someone should think that what we say about this middle coming is sheer invention, listen to what our Lord says himself. If anyone loves me, he will also keep my word. And my Father will love him and will come to him. There's another passage of scripture which reads, He who fears God will do good, but something further has been said about the one who loves, that is, that he will keep God's word. Where is God's word to be kept? Obviously, in the heart, as the prophet says, I have hidden your words in my heart so that I might not sin against you. Keep God's word in this way. Let it enter into your very being. Let it take possession of your desires and your whole way of life. Feed on goodness, and your soul will delight in its richness. Remember to eat your bread or your heart will wither away. Fill your soul with richness and strength. Because this coming lies between the other two, it's like a road on which we travel, from the first coming to the last. In the first, Christ was our redemption. In the last, he will appear as our life. And in this middle coming, he is our rest and consolation. If you keep the word of God in this way, it will also keep you. And by the way, these comments that he's making about the word, keeping the word, loving the word, make me think of Psalm 119, where the psalmist over and over has many ways of saying how he loves the word. He loves God's laws, his testaments, his commands. Now to close out, Um, Bernard is going to turn his attention to the third coming and what we traditionally think of as the second advent. The son with the father will come to you. The great prophet who will build the new Jerusalem will come. The one who makes all things new. This coming will fulfill what is written. As we have borne the likeness of the earthly man, we shall also bear the likeness of of the heavenly man. Just as Adam's sin spread through all mankind and took hold of all, so Christ, who created and redeemed all, will glorify all once he takes possession of all. I love this reading from Bernard of Clairvaux. It's unique because reading about the third coming at Advent is unusual. I think we're all aware of the daily ongoing coming of Christ in our lives. But what I think and what I relish, by the way, of Bernard's writing is that he has tied that into Advent as one of Christ's clear arrivals. It's like we spoke about yesterday. We're always um, 
forgetting the amazingness of life, uh, taking our breath for granted, forgetting that it's a personal gift from God and that um, he's the one who made us and that that's remarkable, that each gift, each breath is a gift and that it is miraculous and yet we, we just forget and we pass by these remarkable things in our life. In that same way of thinking, we don't want to get so caught up in remembering Christ's birth during Advent and looking forward to his return that we completely forget that he dwells within us in our todays. That's what I think Bernard is trying to remind us of. Christ is with us in our todays, in our every now. From the moment of revelational communion and heart-cleansing redemption, he has marked us with his perfect presence. The other thing I notice is that Bernard's reminder of this pulls out the gift that was hiding back behind the Christmas tree. Does this ever happen to you at your house? You're all done with opening the presents and everybody's finished and it's been a wonderful celebration. And then all of a sudden, there's just this one more little gift behind the tree and the excitement builds again. And this is what I'm thinking about this, this third coming that he's reminding us of. It was already a wonderful and full experience to remember his first coming and anticipate the second coming. And then there is yet this other truth that he writes of. And we all say, oh, yes, of course, Emmanuel, God with us. It's not that we didn't know this. It's just that we don't actually talk about it that much this time of year. It's sort of a shadow truth in the light of the usual Advent celebrations. I'm grateful for our 11th century brother to remind us and to send us back to these scriptures that are not traditionally Advent scriptures, but they are the application of Emmanuel God with us. Let's look at John 15, verse 4. Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither you unless you abide in me. That speaks again to that, that third coming that we often forget in Advent, that he is within us. He abides with us daily. And then 1 Corinthians six seventeen. But he who is joined to the Lord becomes one spirit with him. And one of my favorites from Colossians 1, verse 27. To them God chose to make known how great among the Gentiles, that's us, are the riches of the glory of this mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Hallelujah! A third advent is coming every day, the hope of glory Christ in us. Let's celebrate his three comings this Advent season. Thank you, Bernard of Clairvaux. As we close our time together today, our prayer focus is for families. And we can pray for the health of our families, uh, our spiritual lives, our emotional lives, and our physical lives. And since we have three weeks to gather together on Tuesdays to pray for our families, 
Let's today focus on the, the physical health of our families, if you will. Let's bow our heads together and pray as we close our time together today on Tuesday. Heavenly Father, as we celebrate your presence with us, we pray for the physical health of our families. Lord, you are the great physician, and so first of all, we pray for any who are sick among us. Lord, would you come and touch their bodies, make them whole, set all the cells that are in rebellion right. You know every one of them and can speak to them. Lord, we think of um, those who are getting new diagnoses, who are waiting diagnoses, and those who are in new treatments, those who are battling cancer, those who are battling new illnesses and old illnesses. I think of friends who deal with chronic pain and who are in chemo treatments or who are awaiting news about new ones. Lord, we know that you are near to us. We continue to trust that our times are in your hands. But this Advent season, we particularly lift up our families who may be struggling with health issues, and we ask for your tender mercies for them, and we ask for their wholeness, for their wellness. Dear Jesus, our great physician, the creator who made them the first time, we ask that you would once again touch their bodies and make them whole. Thank you, Lord, for your presence among us. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Thanks for listening today. Take a moment to leave a review and share this episode with friends and family. You can stay connected to The Village Chapel by signing up for our newsletter or following us on social media. For more resources or to support our ministry, visit our website, thevillagechapel.com.